0: Welcome to OEM Industry Update, a weekly podcast examining the latest news and technology trends product development teams in the heavy-duty on and off-highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, I'll be speaking with Brett Pope, Director of Electric Vehicles at Volvo Trucks North America, about the Volvo Lights program. Let's take a listen now. Okay, so to start the conversation, could you maybe just uh, provide for our audience a brief overview of the Volvo Lights project?
1: yeah absolutely the volvo lights program is actually a collaboration with volvo and south coast air quality management district it started out as an idea i would say probably over three years ago and now it is reality it actually is on the road but the concept behind lights which stands for low impact green heavy transport solutions is to develop and operate a near zero freight movement system. So this actually is a a much more holistic end-to-end type transport solution where we actually create renewable energy, solar panels on the warehouses. We use that energy for the material handling equipment in the warehouse to move the goods around. You have electric yard tractors to move trailers. And then lastly, we have VNR electric products to pick up and deliver the goods throughout the local area and community. So this kind of creates a holistic end-to-end system for the introduction of battery electric trucks into the transportation industry.
0: Okay. And could you provide an update on the current status of the project and maybe how it's progressed over the past maybe year or so?
1: Yeah, so for the project itself, we have made some some advances and kept uh, the pace as best as we can. As you know, it's been a challenging time with, with COVID, wildfires in, in, in California and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But yes, so to date, what I would share is from, uh, say, for example, the charging infrastructure, we actually have it set up at two dealership locations two customer sites are set up with infrastructure to provide the energy and availability to the VNR electric trucks. We've got solar installation that's in process there with one at one of those customer sites. The local community college, San Bernardino Valley Colleges has already started training and introducing electric and hybrid vehicles into their curriculum based upon the partnership with lights. We have five trucks that are in service between three customers, and we're making deliveries on our next 15 units with an additional three units coming by this summer. So we've made some pretty good progress in the program. We'll continue on. It's not without its challenges and, mm-hmm. and requires a lot of flexibility mm-hmm. from all our partners in the program. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: well maybe since you kind of mentioned there been some challenges, could you maybe discuss what some of those are and maybe how Volvo and its partners are working to overcome those challenges?
1: Yeah, certainly. I, I think uh, one of the things we've definitely taken away is the time to prepare to, to be able to receive a truck and be able to charge and have the truck ready to go. It's, it's taken a little bit longer than we initially thought it would be, uh, depending on what your site is starting with in terms of energy uh, and available power. Um, and of course, which electric company or the company that you're working for to provide the power, it can have some variation in the times and permitting and construction that's required to, to get an installation complete. So that, that's certainly one of the milestones. It's, it's better to start early, uh, understand what's required, understand what your local jurisdiction requirements are uh, in order to, to plan out and develop your infrastructure piece. And, and then I think once you, the other probably point I would talk on is with the truck too, is just uh, understanding a little bit of how you may want to handle it logistically, you know, within your company and within your operations. Uh, that you, you have an understanding of where you want to start with the product until you're comfortable with it, the drivers are comfortable with it. And then you can uh, integrate it into to more and more routes and more and more roles within that uh, site.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And is there anything Volvo Trucks is doing as part of this project to maybe help with the making, you know, maybe drivers more comfortable or fleets in general? comfortable with this
1: kind of technology yeah i would say in general uh you know we always like anything new product we bring into the market uh, we've 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 tried to make uh make it ready for the market have a good understanding of of what's needed to to be successful with the product Uh, but but the proof is in the pudding so to speak so this is why we do these type programs is where we get that feedback um, and I think uh, one of the things, you know, we, we talked about some of the challenges is obviously with COVID uh, mm-hmm. occurring dur- during this time timeframe, mm-hmm. um, we've had to adjust what we do now. You know, you can't, you can't have a lot of, uh, you need to be able to social distance, you might not be able to be on site, but we need to, to work with our customers, with the drivers, how do we facilitate handover of a truck? You know, how, to, how do we teach them how to operate the unit, uh, be able to be hit the ground running with the truck? So we're having to, to adapt, create new programs, address it virtual, uh, do it with smaller amount of uh, folks or people. So I think some of those things are, are very important. And we will we take that integrated into our training program, into the Volvo Academy and how we roll out training and service and support for this product.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, I know you kind of touched on this a little bit when we were discussing the challenges, but maybe what are some of the things Volvo has learned from the project so far and how is it going to utilize that information?
1: For, for the feedback or, or when we, we get the units in service and then we, we start looking how it's going, I think it's a, it's a couple things. Uh, I, I would touch on a positive first. The, the product is, is still well received. It's easy to drive. It's easy to operate. So I think the, the drivers um, will be pleased. Um, you know, the drivers and operators will be pleased with the product. Uh, it's, it's very simple. Uh, and if you're used to the current product, there's no big changes or learning curves. It's fairly straightforward. The acceleration's nice, it's very quiet. So I, I think those are all positive attributes that'll, that'll help with the product. And, and then on the second uh, side or secondary side, if you will, is, is understanding and growing to learn, you know, what, what are the pain points in order to prevent this type of product coming into the market? What, what will our customers face? What are the challenges? We've talked a little bit about the, the charging and charging infrastructure. So then of course, we'll, we'll take a look at what can we do to help resolve that? You know, how can we make it easier? How can we provide a more holistic transport solution? Because, you know, we want our customers to be successful. We want the products to be successful. And, and certainly with a zero emissions product, we want society to, to be successful with reduced uh, CO2 and emission products.
0: And how do you maybe see this project aiding the company with its electrification development efforts in general, or if at all?
1: Oh, no, absolutely. This, uh, this program, it, it does uh, help with the Vol- the volvo group's goals and our ambition in sustainability so this is clearly a very um, important program for us uh, i think you'll see that you know the the work we're doing in southern california actually allowed us to advance our timing with the introduction of the vnr electric here in north america um, it allows us to be you know you look at the dealership in california that's the first dealership set up for volvo trucks north america to be able to service and support a zero emission battery electric vehicle so these are all major accomplishments we're very proud of it and the support and the work with our partners here to to make it successful and as as we've talked on a couple of the points yeah we we constantly evaluate you know what what can we do uh to to make our customers successful? How can we better package? How can we help remove obstacles or pain points associated with zero emission products?
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. And so um, what in general maybe is Volvo's goal with the project or what more does it maybe hope to achieve from Volvo Lights project?
1: Yeah, I'll probably sound a little repetitive. You know, again, you know, the, at the end of the day, you know, we, we want our customers to be successful. Right. And, and, and that's what's important to us. Mm-hmm. And, and I think ultimately, if I look at the construct of the lights program, I think we, what we would like to do is to be able to almost create a template. You know, we get a good understanding of what it takes to put a percentage of electric trucks in operation. And, and then from this, can it become that template that we can help to apply to other customers and customer sites? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and with that, I'll also say the dealership, you know, obviously to support, the uptime of the truck is, is, is crucial. So what we've done with the dealer tech equipment is we will be able to take that type of approach and now we can bring it to our, our other dealer sites that, that will get into electromobility. So I think it, it does allow us to kind of create that platform, a little bit of an understanding of, of what it takes and how we can take it to other regions. Uh, because certainly we want to be able to provide this product to all regions to gain the benefits from the reduced emissions. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So what might be sort of the next... Steps or the next um, goals for and for the project that you guys are maybe hoping to achieve, or if there are any sort of next big goals or mile markers.
1: Yeah, I, I, for the particular to the lights program, I think what you'll see is we'll have more trucks coming out in operation. So the the customers that are involved now will get more trucks. Mm-hmm. where we're doing some pilots on what it takes to expand range, uh, understand energy consumption, those type of things. So that will continue within the Lights program. It also allows us to watch as we run for you know a year or two years. What you know what changes? What what do we learn from that activity? Uh, the the really neat thing about Lights is it's also kind of spurred more discussions. I think because of the, um, I wouldn't say a high profile, but the largeness of the program, it's allowed us to also kind of continue on. You'll see some more uh, work will continue with South Coast Mm -hmm. Air Quality District. So I think you'll see more programs in the area. Uh, I think we've, we've announced an EPA award called Switch On that'll help us put another 70 trucks in the South Coast Air Quality District. So I think you'll kind of see the program start to branch out a little bit. Um, and I think if you look at uh, the customer profile we have with NFI in a release that we've recently done, I believe it was today, it shows that they they want to continue growing on with their electrification and their zero emission products and working towards their sustainability goals that they'll continue to invest in and in grow this area
0: mm-hmm. so yeah
1: we will continue to to grow from the lights program you'll see us in our next steps is as we have introduced the truck and have it available for purchase Uh, We expect we'll grow into new regions over the next uh, 12 months during the remainder of 2021 to be able to offer the product in in different markets.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Are there any specific regions you guys maybe see as being the next ones that would be, you would go towards or that you're finding there was more customer, customer demand? Or is it still too early to tell that?
1: No, it's, uh, we've got a lot of interest, which is good. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, folks who are interested in electromobility in general, understanding the products. I would certainly say it, it, if you kind of laid a map out and you start looking at the population densities and the major corridors, you know, it, it kind of follows that. Uh, you do have a lot of interest in the Northeast. Um, our friends in Canada are very interested in, in it for some of the cities, that, the large cities. Uh, and then in the U.S., yeah, there, there's interest in a, a lot of areas, Pacific Northwest, Northeast, the, the central regions. So we'll, we expect it to continue where, where we're able to provide the service and support of the product.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay,
0: great. And so would you guys, um, do you guys kind of foresee just the trend of electrification continuing to progress? Um, or do you maybe have any sort of insight on that of how it might, how it may continue to progress in the coming years?
1: For electric, electromobility, uh, we're starting out very focused if, mm-hmm. because we want to match the technology with the, you know, the customer duty cycle of, of where it makes sense. And so what I would, in the efficiency with an electric system, I think mm-hmm. is, is, is a very positive attribute. So therefore, I think you will see it, you know, it will continue, will continue to develop. And then I think what you'll find over time is as the technology advances, it'll also allow us move into different segments. And so, you know, we'll continue and we're continuing to invest in that uh, type technology. So it will continue to grow. Uh, there will be more, more advances, uh, I think the, the big challenge to the market is really all about the sustainability. You know, the, mm-hmm. the engineering needs to be sustainable. The, so the uh, finances finances associated with the cost of ownership for, a, for an electric vehicle will have to be sustainable. So those type of things will will progress to, and continue to grow the electric machine. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, great. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today and provide some, a bit of an update on the Volvo lights project and how you guys are um, using the information you're gaining from that project for your electrification developments.
1: No, absolutely. I thank you for letting me share and talk about it. I'm very passionate about the electromobility and certainly the Volvo approach and how we want to help solve our customers problems.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you again to Brett for providing his insights into the current state of the Volvo Lights project and how it fits in with electrification trends. And be sure to tune in each week for another episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing industry.